What's up? What's up, Eric? What's up? What's up? Hi, big dog. How you doing, man? Big E. Big E. I'm doing so great. I'm on my second shot of espresso today. It's a beautiful day. I'm sitting next to some tulips. Um, what, What else do I got for you? That's amazing because last meeting we had, we're sitting on the same espresso. So are you telling me that it takes you that long to drink espresso or did I catch you at both your coffees today? Yeah. So you caught me. It's I'm not nursing the same bean as last epi. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually just like working on a fresh shot. I have a new, a new habit, Eric, <laughs> ever since my uh, monumental life changing juice cleanse, like life before juice cleanse, BC, if you will, before cleanse, I, the first thing I slurped back after rising from the dead every morning was a few ounces of fourth wave coffee bean. But now, now Eric, AC after cleanse, I drink warm lemon water when I wake up and I don't touch the bean until 12 o'clock hits. Ding. Be time for some bean. Mm, Very sporty and rich of you, Ty. So are you telling me that you're no longer a soy boy, um, but you're transitioning into OJ? <laughs> OJ? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot happening in that sentence that I want to unpack. Um, I do <laughs> want to take back the term soy boy. I think that it's been used as a derogatory term for vegans for too long. And <laughs> vegans can be masculine too. I think that's like the punchline of my argument, my thesis. Mm. so soy boys they don't have to have bitch tits it's just they usually do Mm -hmm. it's true and and like it's not their fault like there's a lot of estrogen in a extra firm pack of organic tofu like Mm -hmm. it's probably more you you like put you like pick up a like a little pack of that and that's probably like more femininity than most of most soy boys have ever touched in their life you know that's right it doesn't even come close to being pegged no well, well, I'm happy it to hear. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Well, as you sip on your fourth wave, second bean of the day, Ty, I'm here sipping on this um, cool blue Gatorade that I uh, picked up at the uh, BMO Vancouver Marathon finish line, Ty. That's right. I'm milking this Gatorade for three days. You, you're, a, you're, you're. A, they get you in the ER. You're a nurse. Um, so what, what, what is the flavor of cool blue, Eric? Like what, what, what's on your palate? What notes are you picking up top, mid and base? You're asking some dangerous questions, Ty. Cool blue is not just the flavor. Okay. It is a, you know, colorful movement. I think Gatorade is the first (laughs) company to make blue a flavor. And not only did they make blue a flavor, but they called it cool blue. And I don't know about you, but it's like, it's almost like the eyes eat first, even with mm-hmm. Gatorade. And when I see this, you know, neon blue color, and then as I like roam around, you know, the streets with my blue tongue afterwards, mm-hmm. I got to say, I feel energized to perform my best at any kind of hard effort activity, including it, podcasting. I gotta say, Cool Blue is a masterpiece in both marketing and product design, Eric. Like, 
the only other fluid I can think of that's blue is water itself. And <laughs> here's what they did. And Windex. They took... <laughs> Stay away from that cursed juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you really want to cleanse yourself to have a juice cleanse of Windex. Mm-hmm. But so water itself is blue. And you know what Gatorade went and did? Those fucking brilliant minds at Gatorade. They made it cooler. Mm-hmm. They literally made it look more cool and cold. They they pumped up the blue note tones. They they, mm-hmm. they pulled the curved bezier on the mm-hmm. color edit feature of their water. They mm-hmm. reduced the saturation. Yep. Yep. They're pulling the thread on these blue notes jeans tie. And all I taste is blue raspberry, I guess. I wonder if I wonder if they have uh, IP on that particular blue tone of fluid. Because like Windex is pretty close. I think I got some name brand Windex. I'm going to compare with you right now. Oh, hell yeah. You know your your brother doesn't get knockoff Windex. <laughs> I got name brand right here, baby. That's pretty close. Wow, it's actually the exact same. That looks delicious, I gotta say. <laughs> After <laughs> tasting this Gatorade, like... that Windex looks really fucking tasty. I'm not going to lie. Spray a wow. bit in my mouth. Wow. I guess what Listerine I also. Should I just take a sip of this? Let's eat it. No, I don't want to sip this. I don't think I. There's phosphorus in it. What's the difference between phosphorus and electrolyte? Well, I mean, mine has natural and artificial flavor. So, I mean, I think it's closer than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Holy wow. shit, dude. This looks so fucking tasty. Wow. That would be like some subway patron iq shit right there <laughs> subway patron level <laughs> okay. iq of you to take a sip of that well sandwich artists better not leave this bottle next to the drink machine <laughs> i know right if, if the janitor forgets to pick up his windex on the way out the uh patron area of the subway then of the dining area i should say then uh who knows somebody might grab that from the fridge and mm-hmm. try to ring it up with their sandwich <laughs> I'm 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 tempted, man. I'm tempted to go for a sip. Like, Mother Nature just needs to get a few degrees warmer out here, and I'll be putting together my own little cursed tasting flight from under the sink. <laughs> Holy shit! Permanent vacation for you, Ty. What <laughs> on permanent PTO? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the actual flavor isn't Windex, though. Um, it's blue raspberry. There's no mention of raspberry anywhere on this packaging um, that I can see in my dark room right now, but uh, it just says cool blue tie. I don't know. But I think uh, but like somehow you, we you, all kind of know what that tastes like. like yeah, yeah. Know. If you surveyed, uh, surveyed a bunch of normies, they'd all say blue is blue raspberry. It's the only <laughs> f- fruit flavor that's blue. And it's not even well, a real fruit. Well, what about blueberry tie? Did you forget about that one? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to get out from under my rock more, Eric. Okay, uh, <laughs> here's the thing is like, we all like, can identify it as blue raspberry, but blue raspberry, it does not exist, right? It's a figment of our collective imagination. Blue raspberry is a product of like nurture over nature. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the pretty incredible. It is. We like cast that on to our children and our children's children. The concept of blue raspberry just can't die. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Daddy, where did you ever see a blue raspberry? It's like, shut up, you stupid fucking kid. 
that's how I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna treat my kids too when they ask stupid questions. But like every like like entry level marketer like on this planet like comes in probably fresh eyed, ready to change the world, and then like flash forward twenty years and they're like perpetuating the blue raspberry myth. Hmm. I mean, what's more mythical, the blue raspberry or eating fresh? Man, the same tier. I always see these like graphs of like different conspiracy theories arranged in a triangle online from like least to most toxic to society. I'm pretty sure the blue <laughs> like blue raspberry and eating fresh are sharing a tier and it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know, you might find nine eleven conspiracies in there. Um you know, going to the moon and then mm-hmm. you know, in fine print right below that you see uh the subway your way is actually our way. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't want you to know is that they chose the ingredients. They put together the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Is it your way if you know, you're playing within this tight little box? Mm-hmm. I mean, constraints are the mark of a good, like working within constraints is the mark of any good designer. Am I right, Eric? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listing out your assumptions as well. That's good. Yeah. That's a good design right there. It's true. But the illusion of choice, the illusion of choice, Subway is just like, they should call them sandwich magicians over there because that's a lot of, a lot of trickery happening. Mm-hmm. I just realized we haven't <laughs> prepared anything for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like, and like, it didn't even like cross my mind that we usually do. Um, but do today is, uh, we usually have some. Today is like an exception. Blank slate, blank mind. Blank mind, blank slate. Um, I could go for a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you, Eric, there's plenty of um, uh, pop culture for you and I to discuss. Pop, pop. Uh, I want to talk about uh, how it looks like Kendall Jenner's eyebrows fell off at the Met Gala last night. Mm-hmm. So Kendall Jenner's eyebrows pulled a black olive and fell off. <laughs> they're usually like little black olives on her face, but uh, they're nowhere to be seen. I could have sworn I ordered those. Mm-hmm. I've been so consumed by, you know, Ozark that I haven't even looked at the meat gala photos from the other night. And um, can you just fill me in? Like, what else is there? I know Pete Davidson made made his red carpet debut with um, good old Kimmy. Yeah, uh, Keat, as we, as we're gonna call them moving forward, definitely rolled up. Uh, Kim was wearing meet a Davidson? pretty meat. <laughs> meet... <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Kim, Kim yes. had a pretty interesting <laughs> interesting dress on uh, from the late uh, Marilyn Monroe, and uh, I'd say friend of the pod, but I can't lie to our listeners. Um, and other than that, it's pretty. <laughs> It was pretty boring, to be honest. I, I like Gigi had a nice dress from uh, Versace, and Gunna wore a whole Tom Brown look. Gunna looks so Gunny looks like he just spends all day hanging out in the Essence lobby, dude. Gunna which look, alternately the... also looks like your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Gunna You're is welcome. like the best artist to ever bless our ears. This this uh, last five years, style, I'll say it. I just can't take hip hop artists who wear glasses seriously. 
So between him and Future, I just they need to take <laughs> yeah, off man, the glasses for me there. to believe him. <laughs> hmm. But Ty, he's not wearing glasses in his newest album. He's wearing um, <laughs> he's wearing those like sleep uh, eye covers. What's that called? What? Bl- I thought blinders. he was wearing Cartier shades. Wait, yeah, you're thinking about the album? Yeah, he, isn't he wearing a what's that called? A mask, eye mask. Really? I gotta look this up. I thought. Huh. Yeah, dude. Blind to the haters, you know. They can't see him. They can't see him through the five percent tint, but they can see his jewelry. That's for sure. That's beautiful. I love the poetry behind such a small gesture. <laughs> well, I, I would have expected that he would have uh, be rolling up to the Met Gala in like a Daniel Arsham outfit, all like an all white look. Given their God damn it, recent collaboration, Arsham so much. Yeah, what do you hate about <laughs> Mister Mister Arsham? Art Shum, F, if you will. Sakes, dude, that's real art. Be- between him and Tyrell Winston, dude, that's. That's fucking sick, bro. Like, yeah, shout out to Tyrell, friend of the pod. Um, yeah, dude. Okay, let's DM. Let's DM Daniel. Let's get. Let's get him on here and hear his side of things. Like, I want to know why that guy's so into Pokemon. Yeah, I know. We already asked why. You know, Daniel or what's his name? Tyrell Winston plays with so many balls for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, we have yet to hear from, you know, Arsham himself. I want to see a crystallized <laughs> foot long. That's what I want to see, Eric. I want to see like little alongside your sprigs of stone lettuce coming out one end, a few pink crystals on the other. I think that would look pretty fine as a sculpture. And I mm-hmm. think that I think still life of food would be a more interesting avenue for the artist known as Arsham to venture into rather than anime monsters. Mm-hmm, exactly. I agree. Um, you know, it's interesting if you like were to like fossilize a foot long that a la Arsham, you know, mm-hmm. and you make it look like it's got no color, no life in it, you're basically stripping out the only thing that makes it look edible is it's mm-hmm. like a rainbow diet like persona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um even when you like have like some decaying bits like much like a crater, kinda like chop like kind of chopped out of it it would look like a nice little bite has been taken out of the foot long tie what do you think mm. of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah there's kind of a it's referential i like <laughs> that there's an old virgil abloh quote, quote around like everything you do should make have as many references to other things as possible it's like a network effect around like creating an entity that's more of a node in a system than anything else and i think subway itself is pretty good at that they are system designers at the end of the day. And I think like that kind of like take on Arsham, an Arsham sandwich is like a <laughs> uh, sandwich Arsham is playing into that a little bit, you know, like a bite crater, beautiful, poetic even. Bite crater. Wow. Much like the crater is going to create in my stomach. Uh, mm-hmm. Once I down this thing. Yeah, dude, it's going to uh, hit the bottom of my gut, like a, like a meteor crashing to earth. Mm. Don't look up, baby. It's gonna hurt. Fuck. The worst movie I've seen this year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Wow. But it got yeah. nominated for best movie. Are, you don't incredible. believe in lame lamestream movie ratings? 
do I love lamestream movies that are just a take? I love takes. I love when people, mm-hmm. I love when filmmakers can just have a take on current events. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you so much for Jonah Hill uh, being wearing chrome hearts in a lamestream movie. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, that, that was, I appreciated that. The thing with Don't Look Up that I didn't like was they had too many takes. They were like trying to, they were cramming takes down your throat. Like you think it's a metaphor mm. for climate change, but then it's a metaphor for like the pandemic and a metaphor for like political unrest. And it just felt like he was trying to be a metaphor for everything, much like how like your sandwich just tries to be every flavor of sandwich at the same time. <laughs> wow. That's a, that was a beautiful metaphor you just made on top of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I guess it's not unlike Think Fresh podcast in that sense, but yeah, yeah it was exactly. a little too layered, a little too layered, too much of a layered cake for me as well. Um, hi, let me tell you a bit, bit about this sandwich I had at the end of my marathon. I uh, there was a generous snack table <laughs> at the uh, finish line, and I want to walk you through it. <laughs> okay, are we okay? I I, I like the sound of it. So you ran a marathon, you got to the end. And they rewarded you with a, a a bountiful spread of charcuterie. Precisely, Ty. <laughs> almost, almost exactly that. So, I was based, I was a bit of a caged animal. Uh, you know, at the end of the marathon, you know, my friends and family were on one side of a tall blue construction fence, and I was on the inside, caged in, and I had mm-hmm. to make my way through the charcuterie line in order to exit this this. Uh, dreaded you know finishing area um, the marathon equivalent of a gift shop exactly exiting through the gift shop just put on your blinders and move march forward king mm-hmm. um but i couldn't help resist <laughs> i couldn't resist the uh full spread that they had for us ty get i should i should have snapped the photo for you because they had a like several like i'm talking like three or four you know, foldable like church tables, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with like a huge pile of bananas on each. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like like single bananas all just like piled on. It's like like you know when you go to like Whole Foods and then they have like the bunches of bananas and then they have just yeah, like yeah. a pile of like singles. Mm-hmm. It's like it's that, like if you don't, yeah, it's like if you don't want <laughs> you don't if you don't want to buy a six pack, you can just buy a single can. It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a single banana. Just, piled on top of each other uh, it's and, the lucy's it's like the yeah. uh yeah the banana lost and found bin exactly and they were all perfectly i don't know if it was perfect actually but they were all exactly the same ripe ripeness so that wow. tells me that somebody they hired a volunteer to just like rip apart banana bunches and like throw them onto this like foldable table damn that's that's yeah. wild so did you really feel like a monkey walking past there yeah <laughs> I, I sure did. I went ape shit at the sight of that. Um, and then after that, they had similar setup, like a, a whole other tent of Kirkland brand granola bars, one of which I okay. ate mere seconds before this podcast. <laughs> Beautiful. You got to bulk up. <laughs> yep. And then after that, they had a sandwich tent. Okay. And let me walk you through the sandwich tent. Hi. <laughs> You're wow. smiling. <laughs> Oh, you just love this. <laughs> well, you said sandwich, and then that's why we're all here. <laughs> and I wish I got a glimpse of the 
sponsoring um, entity that provided mm-hmm. these sandwiches. I, I was too much, I was too focused on my, you know, breathing and my legs being functioning still. So I didn't so catch the name of the brand. No name brand, Sammy Slinger. No, no big blue check Subway. No, no rival. Definitely not Subway. This was no Sunrun, let me tell you. Um, but yeah, they had these like two, they had two big boxes of sandwiches. Actually, they had mm-hmm. three. Um, two of them were turkey <laughs> and one was veggie. And then I just walked up to the nice young volunteer and I said, what you got? And she said, turkey or veggie? I said, let me get the turkey. And then grabbed a little turkey sandwich, stuffed it in my backpack, brought it home. And then I actually freaked it on the, uh, on yes yesterday, I freaked it up and, you know, cooked up some eggs, put a little egg in there toasted the bun remixing yeah Yeah, add my own sauces some hot sauce some mayo are you flipping the sale are you flipping this for yourself i'm flipping this i'm renovating so i can live in it (laughs) nice Mm -hmm. exactly i like that for you eric yeah it hit it hit good oh yeah absolutely some avocado in there as well some good fats Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i'm uh let's just say i'm eating good that's amazing i'm so happy to hear that eric I, I do like to upgrade takeout, you know, like you, you take some takeout home and you think about how you can now add your own personal touch. It's like the equivalent of like ripping a song off SoundCloud and then re-uploading it with your own twist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The chopped and screwed version. So what's something yeah, exactly. that you've uh, chopped and skewered? I do it a lot with like <laughs> Thai food. Hi. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so what cuisine was it? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> or like, uh, like an Indian food. You know, you like, like. Uh, sometimes you want to like do your own like side dishes with it. Sometimes I'll make my own naan or rice or whatever as like a supporting cast. Um, that's the way to do it. Yeah, just get because like I don't know. It's it's pretty hard to make bad rice. <laughs> and, that was a big unlock for me when I was a single guy and I didn't know how to cook. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of ordering like a little tiny side dish of rice for $4, you just make your own. <laughs> yeah, it's like ten, five cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait a second. I just saved on the delivery fee. Mm-hmm. And like, it's better for the DoorDash driver too, because like, there's nothing heavier than packing grain, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what literal mules do that. <laughs> so to make a mm-hmm. human send like a four dollar like pound of rice across town for you to eat three scoops of mm-hmm. that's like, a great point this is why we got supply chain issues eric because all the delivery drivers are tired that's exactly it it wasn't because of covid question mark it's actually because of <laughs> Like I don't know, like, I don't get how COVID affects supply chain. Like, isn't it just isn't it just like robots making shit and then just like spits out a box of stuff? And you just take the box. I don't really know how it works, but like, <laughs> I, we're just gonna accept saw... this like fucking excuse from every company. COVID is like officially over, you guys. Next, last time I checked, it was it was May May third. Yeah, I'm so tired of hearing the supply chain uh, mm-hmm. excuse from businesses. Like, get your shit together. I live in an urban center, kind of, and I, I feel like I'm entitled to two-day shipping maximum. I know. Can you believe it? 
The other thing I'm really annoyed with, Eric, is gas prices. Not for the reason you think. I'm so tired, Eric. I'm so tired of people complaining about gas prices. Get over it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to not drive? Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, okay, it's two, like two bucks for a liter of gas right now, right? Yeah. So a bunch of like people like flew to the Arctic Circle, dug to the center of the earth, sucked a bunch of gasoline out, pumped it all the way to China, ran it through the most advanced filtration system on the planet, sent it all the way back here, stuck it in the ground so you could just drive up and pump it into your car, all for $2. That's the same price as a liter of milk. Or even worse, crooked Dasani's <laughs> water bottles are like $2 a bottle. You're paying the same price for that gasoline, liter per liter, as water that comes from the tap. And no one ever mm. complains about that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if millennials will just stop buying, like, $8 lattes, then they can afford to drive to work. Exactly. Like, appreciate the miracle that is gasoline and stop being little babies <laughs> about it. You know, like, Starbucks' drink is literally four times the amount, and no one's bitching about that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Biden said to Elon Musk. He's like, why don't you just appreciate the miracle that is gasoline? Stop with these, like, electric toy cars, dude. We had enough. Like... We got a. It's a pretty. It's pretty cool if you think about it. To be able to like give you a liter, like that's pretty heavy. That's that's like the fluid equivalent inches of sandwich, like mm-hmm. cubic cubic inches essentially. Mm. You know what? For two I bucks, I... <laughs> insane. It's from the middle of the earth. Like that's crazy. It's literally somebody right had to now, dig a you'll tunnel. You'll never get that deep. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to dig a tunnel and invent a like system not only to drill down that far but to also just pump gas out it's like it's like why don't you try to do that yeah why don't go, you try go, it go and you can backyard have free right gas jokes on you you probably don't even have a backyard <laughs> yeah, exactly you probably live in like some condo stupid yeah <laughs> stupid stupid condo dwellers so that's my you know, about gasoline eric I have a similar gripe about gasoline, but I'm targeting the type of people who complain about it because it's always the people who decide to live far away from any civilization. Mm-hmm. And they, and they like want to tell me about how their home is like a quarter of the prices, my apartment and things mm-hmm. like that. It's like, well, it's like, well, you know what? Like if you're going to bitch about gas, why don't you move to a place where you don't need a car? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's bitch like, about you, housing like the rest of us. Just bitch about housing like everyone else, okay? Stop being so, like, uh, fucking spoiled and just annoying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about your fucking shitty little farm in Chilliwack, okay? Yeah, totally. I get that, Eric. It, it's it's a common problem. People don't appreciate appreciate what they got, you know, the privilege that we're here for. Like, people will be, like, bitching about the rising cost of Subway sandwiches. They say where what happened to the five dollar foot long it's like my brother in christ is 12 inches long like <laughs> it's worth the money <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly you want to play pay less than a 50 cents for an inch of sandwich you could be full off you're, you're full up two inches that's less than a dollar for sure go fi- go find me another meal that costs like breaks down to like 
less than a dollar an inch. Like, go to a sushi restaurant, you're paying at least like what, like four bucks for a little Nijiri or uh, eight <laughs> eight maki roll pieces in a in a maki roll. It's like, well, I only wear specialty rolls, so I don't I don't really know what the cost is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, what we are anti. That's exactly. We're an anti chef's recommendation podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. We recommend shit for ourselves. We don't listen to the fucking chef. What does he know about us? We are the chef. That's why Subway is where we dine, Eric. That's the whole point. Exactly. I will never get a chef's tasting menu. What am I? This is like real gay, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) how how much food have you eaten in your life? You've eaten so much food, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. you, you ate like three burgers yesterday and a foot-long hot dog. Yeah, that's why I never will like put a napkin down on my lap. It's like, like I'm in my late twenties. Like I've been eating for almost thirty years. You don't think I know how to eat by now? Honestly, they should put the age of the chef on the restaurant, at, like like on the menu. Like how old is the chef? Because if like they're younger than you, that means you've actually eaten more than them. <laughs> and like maybe you should be telling them what's on the menu. <laughs> like subway gets it they only hire teenagers they're like these guys don't know what they're doing they need (laughs) you to play chef they need you to step up be the alpha dog exactly it's like i don't know how to fucking make a sandwich can you show me how to make a sandwich (laughs) they're still in school they're literally there to learn (laughs) wow so instead of being a sandwich artist it should be a sandwich student it it really should be they're interns (laughs) and like your job and i People would be a lot nicer then too, maybe like the the patron of the way, if they realized that this was a teaching moment, maybe they would be more patient and forgiving of the 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 sandwich student, Studwich. Mm-hmm. Studwich. <laughs> you know when you go to like like a Whole Foods and then you you line up, you start unloading your cart, and you then you notice that the person working the cash register has a name tag that says like I'm new, <laughs> go easy, I'm new, <laughs> go easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and do you empathize with that tag, Eric? No, I just sulk. I'm just like, oh damn it! How did I not see that before? Like, obviously, the place with the the register with the shortest line has the new guy. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like they what they actually need is they need like a like promotion system that can be like displayed publicly. Like you know how like mm. like if you go to like microsoft you could be hired as like a engineer one engineer two engineer three or perhaps you go to like work at instagram and you become a junior designer a senior designer a lead designer Mm -hmm. i want like like artist in training artist so like art associate artist art director um Mm -hmm. artist in residence sophomore sophomore i think there's like definitely an artist (laughs) there's existing artist titling systems in place that they could just they don't even even need to make their own yeah that's a great point and i would love to know how much each of them make too like if they mm -hmm. make like a certain like amount of money it's like i'll trust them more Mm -hmm, it's like wow mm -hmm. it's like this person making 30 dollars an hour to make this sandwich like they probably know how to make a mean sandwich oh 100 percent like it would be better for the patron because they would understand the expectation of the foot long that they're about to create. Uh, it'd be better for the artist because it may encourage like a degree of dialogue that is the appropriate maturity for their <laughs> skill set. 
and it's easy on subway they just go over to like parsons and rip their their like go plagiarize their like their i don't know syllabus and mm-hmm. no i totally agree with you ty you ever like go to subway and then suddenly a line starts to form and there's only one sandwich artist and then oh yeah another sandwich artist just spawns <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's like two people making sandwiches and you're like, holy fuck where did this Damn, new they, sandwich artist come from they always spawning there's no better term for that they just like <laughs> manifest in the middle of the room like you're in a fucking like, video game you just see somebody come out of the back room with and they're putting gloves on you're like what the fuck like were you just taking a shit like where were you <laughs> And then they start helping. It's like, wow. Yeah. It's a beautiful Mm -hmm. team moment. You're like, wow, this is like teamwork happening right in front of my eyes. This is amazing. So how did they know there was a line forming? Like, do you think there's a red button under the marinara sauce bucket that the junior artist presses when they see a few extra patrons come in? It's entirely possible. Maybe they're, you know, more of like a voyeur type and they're just eyeing the cameras. Hmm. Perhaps there's a safe word they're using that we are, as non-artists, not privy to. Like, maybe they say, what cheese? <laughs> like, maybe that's the safe word. Because they only cheese? sometimes ask. Sometimes they just gunner for the white one, you know? <laughs> that's true. They never usually ask what cheese you want. You always have to stop them while mm-hmm. they're touching the white cheese. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, no, I want the yellow. I want the, the BIPOC one. <laughs> I want the DNI cheese, please. Yeah, exactly. I want. The... <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I think I think what cheese is a safe word, Eric. I think that's the only reason they're actually asking. It's not to be polite. It's to call in reinforcements. <laughs> wow, you're you're so right, Ty. There always seems to be, uh, you know, sandwich artists on standby, and I wonder what they're doing in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Slicing vegetables, perhaps. <laughs> I think they're charging. I think they're like plugged into the wall. They're on retainer, right? That's true. Wow. Wow. That's so <laughs> that's so messed up. But there's always more than one. Like that, that's the weirdest thing. It's mm-hmm. almost like they're taking turns. It's like sh- like a like a shift work of like standing guard. Mm-hmm. And it's like the 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 queen's guards in a sense. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta and, protect uh... the cucumbers. Yeah, exactly. They gotta protect the wall, and then mm-hmm. uh, when us White Walkers come in and uh, form a line out the door, then they gotta come and help. You ever you ever notice that grocery store as well? Like I'm mm-hmm. notorious for not writing down like what vegetable I I'm getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I never put the code on it. I just like mm-hmm. throw a bunch of shit in my cart, and uh, then they have to like look it up or ask me like what it is, and that takes forever. And then. Mm-hmm. I always have like someone come in to help bag my stuff. Like every time I have, <laughs> every time I'm, at, it's my turn. The, somebody has to come and help bag. <laughs> You're the reason that Whole Foods keeps like making annoying announcements about the checkout, aren't you? Yeah, the guys like, like can, you. Can we get some assistance on aisle three or checkout number three. Damn, I did that the other day though. Like my organic organic raw cashews, I didn't throw the four digit number on them from the bulk section, and the lady, she like pulled out a binder and like started flipping through it like she like she had to like look up the code and Mm -hmm. it just felt so antiquated Mm. i felt like i went back in time to like a like 18th century open air market 
Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> That's some extreme couponing energy right there. Right? Yeah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> um, I'm taking that to self-checkout next time. I know. Why isn't there a self-checkout at Whole Foods? Do they think it's like a like a loss leader? Like, they just know that, like, I'm going to bring up these sprouted almonds as, like, chia seeds and then save, like, $8 on it? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's so anti-Amazon of them to make a human check out your groceries. Like, you think they would have eliminated that job immediately after the acquisition. Mm-hmm, exactly. So how can we eliminate jobs? Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. It. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> weird. I, I actually, I when I was in Nashville last month, there was self-checkout at the Whole Foods. Oh, but there's always still one employee ours. there, right? There's like a like a, mm-hmm. a guard, like the checkout guard, and they they mm-hmm. watch it over you, make sure you're punching everything right. Yeah, the checkout coordinator who is just uh, <laughs> it's a checkout engineering solutions engineer <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know basically scans their key card and hits OK every time you like forget to put it in the bagging area or something. Their job is an undo button. That's what their role is. Mm-hmm. They're basically tech support. Like, as soon as the checkout robot is like, uh-oh, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Then they come in and, you know, turn off the red light and then say, yeah, go ahead. They always just, like, skip whatever step was necessary. Yeah, usually they, they do have an expedited kind of mode, which is kind of cool. But, like, whenever I engage with them, it's because I, like, my fat fingers hit the wrong wrong vegetable in the produce section on like the touch mm-hmm. screen i'll like s- snipe the grapefruit button instead of the grapes and then they'll have to come in and command z for me mm-hmm. that's a great point you ever just like buy a bag of candy and then like lift it up a little bit with your fingers so it weighs less wow is that a tr- that seems like a-, a trick you would do in high school eric not as like a full-fledged <laughs> adult with a bag of real money not just candy Dude, this podcast is we we reinvest all of our <laughs> profits from this podcast. R and D is tied up right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't call our asset assets any. I wouldn't call them liquid assets. I would call them solid. Yeah, that's a fact. The only thing liquid we got around here is blue Gatorade. Exactly, right here, baby. I just finished it. it took me three days to finish this. Gatorade's too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> too too salty. Yeah. It kind of contradicts the point of Gatorade if you don't drink it fast. This isn't the whole idea like electrolytes will hydrate you faster than water, meaning that the water will make you like sponge into you at a faster speed. But if you drink it really slowly, what's the point? (laughs) There's no point then. Well, well, Ty, I could be sipping on water, right? And if I replace that sip of water with a sip of Gatorade, I guess it's 1% faster still. Yeah. It doesn't make you like, more hydrated. I would have to drink two just... sips of water. No, it doesn't make Gatorade. you more hydrated. It's not like more hydrated. It's just your body becomes hydrated from it faster. So if you like drink a cup of water or a cup of Gatorade, the cup of water might take like 30 minutes for your body to like uh, demit, like spread across your your organs and like whatever one percent body fat you have and Mm -hmm. the gatorade might do it in 15 you know maybe even 10 yeah 
I mean, you're probably right. And I'm actually glad that you're taking that stance because I'm actually a Gatorade denier. I don't believe in Gatorade. Um, <laughs> I'm, I only sip on Haterade, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually got to sample some electrolyte gummies. Yeah, and Miller. were they? Did they do anything? The problem is, Ty, with electrolytes, that could be another myth on the, you know, sliding scale of bullshit. Because, like, how do we know? How can we test hydration levels? You know, I don't know. How, how do you even know you're more hydrated? Like, do you like yeah. feel it in your tongue? Yeah, like you can't A/B test hydration. Like, Mm-mm. like we're like you can't like take a sip of Gatorade and then do something and then like predict whether you would have done it better on water or Gatorade. Like you can't do that. Yeah. So do, electrolytes may be a myth then mm-hmm. added to the list. We're further discrediting <laughs> Haterade today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. I, I I was thinking about that with the electrolytes because yeah, they keep making these like pills now that I always see hungover people taking, and I think it's just <laughs> a marketing scam to like, literally, yeah, they're just targeting people that had one too many vodka sodas the night before, mm-hmm. one too many IPAs. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do anything. Just drink water. Mm-hmm. Drink water, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> my brother in Christ. Just have a sip of Sampelli. Yeah. You know what? You're right, Ty. People who, like, drink excessively are always looking for a quick fix. Mm-hmm. They, like, they created a... Anybody who, like, has a self-inflicting problem is usually looking to solve it immediately. <laughs> 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 it's human nature mm-hmm, exactly don't they know that my childhood trauma takes years to undo yeah <laughs> you don't need gatorade you need therapy exactly no pill will give me that that's a bad that, that's a hard pill to swallow am i right yeah also a blue pill mm-hmm. cool blue mm-hmm. wow well, King, that's a lot for me to swallow today. I think uh, now I'm craving some electrolytes, just like plants. They're what they're what I they're what Ty craves. Mm-hmm. He's a mediocrity reference. I kind of butchered it. Sorry. Don't even know what you just said for the last forty minutes. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, cool, blooming out in the booth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, all I know is I'm thumbing through these blue face hundreds, Ty, and uh, this Gatorade is just one to add to the collection. Mm-hmm. Another drop in the pond. Exactly. The cool blue ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay, buddy. Talk to you Friday. <laughs> yeah, great epi. Breadheads, thanks for listening. I forgot the breadheads were here along with us on this journey, so I'm just going to take a moment to quickly uh, one to many the crowd. <laughs> Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram a, and throw us a heart on Spotify. Throw us a probably it's probably a like a star with beveled corners on Apple Music. I'm just assuming that's like the human interface guidelines for a like. Is uh, it a heart? It's a it's a plus to add it's the a podcast, plus. I think, and then a star rating. Right. Tim you don't Brooke have to even You don't have to ask because I already know. Our loyal breadheads already gave us five stars and a positive review 
And they already know the deal. They know the drill, Ty. You only got to bother them with that. You're right. You're right. So, <laughs> sorry for this. Um, That's always the least interesting part of any vlog, podcast, or really any media. It's the credits at the end. And that's kind of what this is servicing us. So I'm just going to shut up. Think fresh, everybody. <laughs> yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by Haterade, um, San Pellegrino, Whole Foods. What else? Kirkland? Uh, and Daniel Arsham. And Daniel Arsham. <laughs> Already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Godspeed to you, my brother. Godspeed, brother. Ciao.